0: For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Charlie Roth. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we're covering the most recent USG meeting, interest rate hikes by the Federal Reserve, and a possible truce in the ethiopian Tigray conflict. It's Thursday, November 3rd. On Sunday, the undergraduate student government met to discuss increased funding for the Dean's Day celebration. The meeting also clarified that the upcoming election cycle will begin on Sunday, November 6th, the due date for referenda proposals. Candidates must register to run by Monday, November 21st. You can read more about this in Annie Rupertis's piece linked in the show notes. Yesterday, the United States Federal Reserve, headed by Jerome Powell, class of 75, raised interest rates by three quarters of a point. This marks the sixth increase this year as officials attempt to combat record-breaking inflation. Following the announcement, the stock market took a hit with the S&P 500 down 2.5% at the closing bell. In international news, following the two-year Ethiopia and Tigray conflict, both parties have reached a truce. During those years, hundreds of thousands have died, millions were displaced, and the United Nations reported that over four million people now face severe hunger. Following the 10 days of peace talks convened by the African Union, on Wednesday, the Ethiopian government and leadership of the Northern Tigray region agreed to stop fighting. The deal included a number of arrangements meant to assist humanitarian aid in reaching Tigray, where food supply is rapidly dwindling. In order to facilitate this aid, the agreement stipulated that both sides would, quote, cease hostilities, Nonetheless, mediators still suspect that there is a lot more to be done before permanent peace is reached. Partial results on Wednesday showed that the Likud party in Israel is set to win a majority in parliament, a result that would reinstate Benjamin Netanyahu as prime minister. Netanyahu previously served as prime minister from 1996 to 1999 and again from 2009 to 2021. This Netanyahu government is likely to be the most right-wing in Israel's history, as it notably includes Itamar Ben-Gavir as a likely senior minister. In 2007, Ben-Gavir was convicted both for inciting violence against Arabs and supporting Kah, an ultra-nationalist political party classified as a terrorist organization by the US and Israel. In terms of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, Netanyahu is expected to continue his cautious approach, refusing to make concessions to Palestine while also being unwilling to change the status quo of West Bank policy in favor of his allies in the settlement movement. Currently, there are over 450,000 Israeli settlers in the West Bank, with many on the Israeli right wanting complete occupation. Expect a high of 68 degrees and sunny skies. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by Bridget O'Neill, Hope Perry, and Ketevan Shavdia, sound engineered by Eden Tashuma, and produced under the 146th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Charlie Roth. Have a wonderful day.